Hey all you nerds out there, are you looking for more wrestling content or podcasts? Then go on over to Facebook, Spotify, iTunes, Twitter, and SoundCloud. And check out NXT and We with PJ and Brett. These fellow nerds review every single NXT episode and also have their very own wrestling interview series among other fun stuff. So, go check out NXT and We today with PJ and Brett. Also, A-Rock Designs. I want to take a minute to give a quick shout out to A-Rock Designs. That is spelled A-R-O-C-K-K Designs. A-Rock Designs is ran by Ashley Rodriguez. She makes all those cool wrestling cups you see floating around. So, if you want to get your hands on any custom merchandise, hit up Ashley Rodriguez at A-Rock Designs. If you can think it, she can make it. Last but not least, do you love wrestling and do you want to talk more about wrestling? Then head on over to Wrestling Review Society on Facebook. WRS is ran by my good friend Kevin Rodriguez. Kevin interviews your fave pro wrestlers every week and has the most amazing free, that's right, free giveaway. All you have to do is join Wrestling Review Society on Facebook and you could be the next big winner. This week's episode is brought to you by Design by Dunbar. If you need a logo design, flyers, e-commerce, website, or anything at all, go check out Designs by Dunbar at www.facebook.com slash Design by Dunbar. What's going on, nerds, and welcome to episode 25 of What's Up Wrestler, a podcast by Nerds of Wrestling. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio, and my guest at this time is Davian. Hey everyone, this is Not America's Sweetheart Davian, and you are listening to the Nerds of Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> I love that. Um, Not American Sweetheart. That That's interesting. <laughs> Where did that come from? Um, so I actually stole it from an L King song mm. called America's Sweetheart. Um and I guess, like, the song just isn't, like, that popular because um, one of my friends was listening to it one day and was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so you and so your gimmick. And I was like, I stole it from this song. <laughs> hey, it, it, it works. You yeah, know? As, as long as it works, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Damien, we're living in a, a kind of a tough time right now, uh, you know, during this whole pandemic. What have you been up to all, during all this madness? I know this is this is really crazy. Um, I'm super blessed to um, have a job where I can work remotely. Um, so I've still uh, been working, um, but I also just bought my first condo. So I uh, have been renovating that um and that has been really time consuming i and i've painted every single wall i've changed doorknobs i've redone floors i redid my whole bathroom my kitchen is getting measured today to put in new cabinets and countertops um you know decorating art and stuff uh new lighting fixtures uh, i've basically redone this whole place <laughs> um depending on how long this pandemic goes i'm gonna learn to sew um 
and then uh, like I work out about like three times a day now like usually I'll go for a, a run on my lunch um and then I uh insanity is on YouTube for free if anybody wants to do that for a workout uh, <laughs> so I do that after I get out of work and then uh, I do yoga uh to cap it all off so I've been keeping myself pretty busy <laughs> wow you are uh you're, 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 you're grinding right there. Um, well, congratulations on, you know, the purchase of your condo. That's, that's very cool. You know, that's awesome. Um, what do you do for work? I am a medical malpractice paralegal. Wow. That is very fancy. <laughs> Thank <laughs> that's you. Fancy. So basically I read people's medical records all day and try to, uh, see if a doctor actually made a mistake uh in their care and and defend it so yeah wow that's awesome and you know have you always wanted to do something like that no no <laughs> i mean like it like not not that like in particular just like something in the medical field uh no absolutely oh. not um <laughs> when i was 11 years old i decided i was going to be a wrestler um so I, I literally, I graduated high school early, um, started working full time and was just like, I'm going to wrestle. Um, but like, I obviously needed something to, uh, pay my bills before wrestling does. Um, so when I was 21, I went to Japan and, um, I came home and, um, I had a pretty bad back injury. So I started going to a chiropractor and I lived across the street from a Hannaford's um, and I was unemployed. So I just got a job there um, while I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. And um, when I was at the chiropractor, I met an attorney um, and they were hiring part time for a file clerk. Um, so I sent them my resume and they immediately hired me. Um, and then within three months, they had fired their paralegal. And I was like, well, you know, I really like working here and it would be nice not to work four jobs. It'd be nice to just work one. Um, so I was, I went, did a, uh, an online program at Boston university for my paralegal certificate and it took me three months and I was promoted. So I kind of just like lucked into my job. Um, I really, I do. I like it. Um, it's very interesting and I really love the people that I work with, um, which I think it kind of makes it what it is. I think if I worked at probably another office, I wouldn't like it that much. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's, that's awesome. You know, um, that's pretty, I love how you said when you were 11, you want to be a wrestler. Um, when I was 11, uh, I wanted to be a baseball player and, you know, I got older and I was like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. So (laughs) when I turned, you know, when I turned like 15, I started working with kids, and I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do, and I currently am a preschool teacher, but unfortunately, am laid off. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's all good. Um, we we, we uh, started working part-time from home, so they're giving us 15 hours a week, and I'm still able to collect unemployment, so it's kind of like a win-win situation. Yeah, that's you know? good. It's, it's, it's good to hear when things, you know, work out. Um, my, my mom was a small business owner when she was working so it's kind of scary to think of all the families that like we wouldn't have had food if if this happened when i was a kid so uh it's it's very scary i'm definitely very very lucky to be in the position that i'm in yeah 
you know, a lot of people are lucky, you know, and, you know, the only the only way we're going to get through this is if we think positive and just do what we got to do, you know. We can't have no ne- negative energy, you know. You got to stay positive. Exactly. You know, all this will be over soon. Not not tomorrow, not next week, but hopefully, you know, soon. Uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully. So, I, I got to go to a wrestling show. I can only imagine how you guys feel. I know you guys want to get back in the ring. See, I am almost to the point now where I'm I'm dreading it because I know it's just gonna hurt. Yeah. Really bad. You're probably <laughs> like, you're probably gonna get like booked in like an Iron Man match or something. Oh my gosh, I'd be like, <laughs> no way, I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm like I'm gonna need like a couple months of of training again because the I mean it's kind of like the running joke in group chat of like do we even still remember how to wrestle? But there's there's a little bit of truth behind it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this, this is the longest I've gone in like seven years, so I'm actually kind of concerned. I'm sure you guys will be fine. Everything will be okay. You know, a little little ring rust, but you guys will be okay. I'm sure. Um, have you been keeping up with WWE and um, AEW or any wrestling at all right now? Yeah, um, I I consistently watch. Um, WWE. I was literally watching. Uh, I was watching Raw this morning that I fell asleep um, during last night. Um, I check out AEW Dark every once in a while. Um, I only have Hulu um, and AEW like uh, uh, Dynamite. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, is not available without Hulu Live. Um, so I can't. Unfortunately, can't stream that. And I'm. I'm really not smart enough to figure out like how to sh- how to stream things on my TV with like the weird like uh, like downloads whatever I that's way out of my wheelhouse. Mine too. Um, I know it's possible, but I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. Mine too. I'm I'm not that tech savvy. I'm sometimes I need help. Yeah. Like how do you do this? Like wh- yeah. wh- where do I go? Right. You know, it's, going it's on really <laughs> going on Facebook, asking questions. Like that's that's super easy for me. I really like IWTV because there's just everything on there, and I can just you know play it on my phone and then hook it up to my TV and and just let it go. So <laughs> yeah, see, I think I don't have IWTV. Um, I'm waiting for it to be an app on you know like I can write a stream it like on my PS4. Oh, that again, I don't. Uh, see, I don't like, know how to do all that. <laughs> yeah, it's an iPhone app, but I don't like watching my iPhone. I'd rather watch it on the TV. Yeah, see, I'm uh, I am a snob, and when I did, I bought my condo. Um, I upgraded to a Mac and an Apple TV. Ooh, um, fancy. So yeah, so I was like, <laughs> I'm just gonna be all Apple product, everything, so I can just you know do the airplay from my phone to my TV, mm-hmm. which is very convenient. But I agree. I don't really like watching wrestling on my phone. It's too small. Yeah, exactly. You got, I mean, I'll watch on my iPad. You know, I, I have an iPad now, so, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll watch on my iPad, but on my phone, no, it's too, it's too small. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Agreed. Um, yeah, but, you know, like, do you watch anything else other than wrestling, Netflix, Disney Plus? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Um, I think we could talk see, about Disney Plus for hours. And now <laughs> I have all this time. All I do, like, and I'm not the kind of person that I can kind of like sit in the quiet. I don't like that. Um, so while I'm working, I just you know let something stream literally all day. Um, so I've watched a lot of murder documentaries. <laughs> uh, that is, you know, it's kind of getting out of control. Um, 
but I I just finished um, Dead to Me on Netflix. Um, that was a really good show. Um, what else have I watched that was really... Oh, I watched Shit's Creek. Okay. I really liked that. Um, I'm trying to... Um, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist is on Hulu. It's a really cute show. Um, only one season is out right now. Um, and I, I also watch, like... Um, Oh my god, why am I blanking on everything? Um, um the like the Chicago trilogies, Chicago Fire, oh, okay. Med. I really like those. Um I like medical dramas. Um I like a, I like a lot of like murder mystery stuff. Um and, and like comedies. Um but I, I watch Oh, I watched The Good Place, too. That was really good. And then a lot of reality TV. Like, all those crappy reality shows. <laughs> I watched them all, dude. And, Nothing wrong with that. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, I like a lot of reality TV. I, I, I've been re-watching Jersey Shore in my free time. So that's oh, where God. my... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Lord. Jersey Shore. Jesus. I, I felt like when that show first came out when I was in high school, that show had every single person in my school brainwashed. Oh, for yeah. some reason, I'm like, yo, this show is doing something to everybody because I don't watch it. So, I mean, it, I mean, whatever. Uh, I've been watching The Office uh, nonstop. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, th- that's definitely in my rotation of, like, what I fall asleep to. Uh, the Office and Parks and Rec. Yes, Parks and Rec, too. Yeah. Both phenomenal shows. I swear I could watch Parks and Rec, not so much, but I could rewatch The Office at least 20 times over and over. That's just me. Yeah. But, you 100%. know. <laughs> 100%. So let's talk about you. Like, how did, what, how did Davian become Davian in oh wrestling? Gosh. That's a good question. Um, I, like, I don't even really know. <laughs> I think um, when I first started wrestling, I really, like, tried to be a character, and it, it never, it never worked. Um, because that's just really like not me um and then when I started being authentic to myself and kind of stopped caring um not like caring about wrestling but stopped caring more about like what other people think and what other people thought I should do um is when when I started to just be genuinely me with maybe just the volume turned up a bit um and when my when wrestling started to kind of click for me, um, I like I think the biggest shock um, if when people actually like talk to me outside of the ring is that I'm actually a nice person. <laughs> uh, the secret is out, um, but mostly what you see is what you get. Um, I try to be pretty authentic. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You know, I've seen you wrestle a few times at um, Bliss Creek. You know, you know, with uh, the tag team, the oh, girls' room, with with Ava. Yeah, oh, Ava yeah. and Skyler. Yes, yes, that's um, that is me, and Ava and Skyler. Uh, that's how we are, twenty four seven. Like when we're together, that's it's we're we're like wild animals. There are no rules. Um, <laughs> we're crazy. We just want to have fun. And we just do things to make ourselves laugh. And 
what makes ourselves laugh is absolute insanity. So <laughs> that's what you get. <laughs> yeah, and, and you guys don't wrestle. You guys don't wrestle the girls. You guys wrestle the guys. You guys, I know you guys wrestled um, MSP and um, I, f I forgot the other one of the other guys that you guys wrestled. Um, did you, didn't you guys wrestle yeah. Shook Crew as well? We we did because we did. Um, so we we had a singles match. Well, not a singles match. A, a regular tag match against MSP, which I loved. I love the Main State Posse. They're awesome phenomenal um and then we had like a four-way tag yeah it was four four-way tag and the shook crew was in that um met team mad was in that and then i think it's called the cdc was the third team and then the girls so we and we won yes that match. and that was pretty we recently three, too three teams of guys yeah that was that was in December. Yes, uh, that, I was at that show. Uh, I think Ava hit hit a Canadian in that in that match. She sure did. I remember I remember popping hard for that dude. I if you anybody hits a Canadian, I go I pop hard because that's one of my favorite moves in wrestling. We were toying of who was gonna hit it, um, and she initially wanted me to do it, but then it just didn't fit, so she did it. But we had to do it. Yeah, oh yeah, you know, you guys got like a big reaction from that too. That was awesome. Um, you know, before before all this, before you know, all these matches, before you know your your jump start, how was your training? Like what was training like? Oh my gosh, it was brutal. <laughs> I was the only girl for like four years. Um it was it, like it was so difficult. Um the second day I didn't want to go back. I was like, This is awful. I remember after my first day, I, like, sat in my bathtub <laughs> with, with a bowl of cereal because it was the only thing that I could, like, think about eating. <laughs> and I was just like, I want to throw up and be asleep and eat all at the same time. And, it, like, my body was, was so sore and um, I was working at a gym at the time. And I started uh, training in July. So it was hot. And I would wear, like, shorts and a T-shirt to the gym. And people pulled me aside and were like, did you get in a car accident? Like, what happened to you? Um, I'll, I'll tell you, like, Brian Fury did not take it easy on me. Like, he treated me like one of the boys or maybe even worse. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, hey. He was, very, he was very, very scary back in the day. Um <laughs> It was it was really really hard. It's definitely the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, but like once you get through like I think like the first three months, then you kind of like start to get adjusted. Uh, your body starts to get used to it, and then it becomes more fun. Yeah, you know what? We were, do you? I gotta know what what cereal were you eating after that first night of training? Oh, special K. Special K. Okay, I I I thought it'd been like you know some Lucky Charms or like you know Cocoa Pebbles or something. <laughs> I am I'm very boring. I I like plain cereal. Like if I'm gonna eat cereal, I'm like Special K, plain Cheerios or like Rice Chex. Like there's there's no flavor in my world. <laughs> ah, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. We don't like change, you know. We are, you know, yeah. you like what you like, you know. You don't want to try stuff new, <laughs> and everything. Exactly. Um, you know, after your training, after everything was done, how long did it take for you to, you know, take some bookings? 
Um, so I want to say it was like two and a half months um, into training when I started um, doing like like managing okay. and va- or valeting. Um, and then it was eight months before I had my first match. Eight, uh, what what kind of first match was it? Was it like a singles match, tag team, battle royal? Oh, it was a singles match. Oh. Uh, it was for Ring of Honor. No shit. Um, during WrestleMania weekend in 2013. So I was, my very first match was for uh, a television taping in the Manhattan Center right down the street from the WWE Hall of Fame induction ceremony. <laughs> Holy shit. That's that's the honestly amazing. Like, how was that? Oh, it was horrifying. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, the match was thirty seconds. <laughs> um, it, but so I had to be there for around ten o'clock in the morning, um, and they were doing four television tapings. Oh my, my match was second to last in the fourth taping. Um, so I was just sitting there all day terrified in a locker room with uh with rhino and matt hardy and matt taven and i was like i have no business being here at all um i wrestled mischief um she beat the snot out of me and then veda veda scott came out to save my life um and that was it and it like it was it was so horrifying but so amazing at the same time (laughs) 30 seconds that that's quick that that's quick it what? might have been it might have been a minute but it was probably like 30 seconds <laughs> not, a, not exactly sure <laughs> you know then how long after that like you know you know did did it take it for you to get some other bookings very shortly after that um i think it might have been a couple weeks when uh when chaotic wrestling started to use me um when i debuted there um so once i started at chaotic um, the other promotions in New England, like NECW, Lucky Pro, that's when they, they started to use me. So very, very shortly after I debuted in April, um, I was getting booked pretty regularly. That must have been kind of like surreal, you know, kind of cool for you. Oh, it was insane. <laughs> Absolutely insane. Like most people honestly like didn't like believe it. They were like, wait, you worked for Ring of Honor? and it was your first match and i was like yeah and i didn't think i could really tell anyone that i was training with that i was going to have my debut so fury was like did you tell like your classmates that you're going to debut and i was like no i didn't think i was allowed to and he was like you're allowed to hey i'm i'm on the same i'm on the same boat as you i'd be like you know that's a pretty that's a pretty big deal like you're you're going to be, you know, debuting in ROH in your first match. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to tell anybody. I don't think I should. You know, I, I wouldn't yeah, think I either. Just like, I don't think, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's protocol. So mm-hmm. I just kind of kept it quiet. Um, hey. But yeah, it was, it was a really cool experience. That's probably one of like the coolest debuts I've ever heard. You know, um, <laughs> no, honestly, you know, uh, if you listen to my other podcast, I, I talked to this guy, uh, Willie, he's a wrestler up in Kentucky. He said his uh, his debut match, like how he debuted, was he was a uh, a fan, quote unquote, a fan in the audience, and he was talking smack to one of the wrestlers, and the wrestler he was talking smack to pulled him over the guard room, beat the shit out of him, and he ended up having a match with that wrestler later that night. I was like, okay, that's a dope, that's a dope debut right there too. So, but I think I think yours tops it though. ROH, that's that's huge. <laughs> 
you know. Um, we have some questions on Facebook from the fellow nerds, and this first one comes from Andrew. He wants to know what was the biggest obstacle you have faced so far in your career. Um, I think the biggest obstacle has um has honestly been myself um of trying to like fit a mold for so many years um and just not being like my true self and being comfortable being me on a stage um so um I really kind of wish I had been more comfortable in my own skin for like three four years in the beginning of my career um so I didn't like waste that time um but it was still a good learning experience for me but uh yeah I think that was that's been my biggest obstacle is just um getting out of my own way basically there you go there you go um any advice for like for people who are looking to step into wrestling um it's so mentally and physically taxing um that you just like you just have to push through uh, if it's something you truly, truly want and you love, then it will be so worth it. But it will be the hardest thing <laughs> that you ever have gone through. <laughs> yeah, you know, I forgot to ask. You know, during your before, you know, while you were talking about your training, um, what was the first thing they had you do in your training? Um, my first day, uh, it was a pretty quiet class because um, I went three days after my 18th birthday. And uh, I think it was like July 3rd. So there wasn't a lot of people there. So I got a ring to myself um, with, um, oh my God, um, Max Bauer, who was signed to NXT as uh, Mickey Keegan for a little bit. Um, And um, we did, we did lockups. I learned how to hit the ropes. I learned how to bump uh, and how to get out of the ring in four, the four different ways to get out of the ring. Um, that was my first day. And then, like, my second day was just, like, a lot of cardio. Um, and then I believe, like, the first, like, moves we started with was, like, hip tosses and arm drags. Oh, okay. That was the very beginning. I thought it would be, like, like, a back bump or, you know, some of that stuff, too. Um, we have a a comment from Damon from Honors of Wrestling. He wants to know in twenty fifteen you went to Japan to wrestle for some time. How much did that help you skill wise? Um it definitely helps with um being able to like communicate with somebody with a language barrier um in the ring and um helped a lot just kind of with like you know new people that i haven't wrestled before um skill wise we didn't really do like a lot of training so i didn't learn like a lot of new moves or anything like that um but definitely helped with um with the communication aspect of wrestling what was it like wrestling in like a different country for your in your opinion Oh, it was such culture shock. Um, But over there, like, the fans are so respectful, and they just love wrestling so much. It was really cool. Like, 
they were like, oh, it's a monsoon, so there's going to be a light crowd today, and there were still, like, 400 people. Oh, my Lord. Like, Dude, that, light, that's light a small out. crowd? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was really, really cool. The fans are super respectful and, like, just love everything about wrestling. Um, so you're almost like a little celebrity. So it was really cool. <laughs> I love that. Uh, he also has a comment on here. It's not a question. He says, also, FYI, he had two male wrestlers tell him the hardest chops they have ever taken have been by you. Yeah, I want to know who said that. Spill the tea. I, I, it doesn't say anything. I, come on, Damon. You got to tell her. Like, on, I don't know Damon, who said that. <laughs> spill the tea. I want to know who said it because, like, I mean, it's probably true, but I want to know who said it. I mean, I, I know. I don't want to know how true it is. I wouldn't want to take a chop by you, so I'll just take their word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're, you're also you're also tag team champions currently, if I'm not mistaken, with uh, JT Dunn. That is correct. That is awesome. Like, how did that opportunity come to you and JT? Um, so it's funny when um I started working again for Chaotic Wrestling. Uh, I had based, I had had a break with them for a little bit. Um, as they were like trying to put new girls um on the roster, um, they had decided that they were going to do more intergender wrestling um and i came back for a show um like as a surprise um to be in an intergender fatal four-way um and at that point jt uh he had lost the heavyweight title um and he kind of just like was lost i guess um, and he, you know, he needed somebody to, to save him. So the savior's savior decided I would take Jay Tizzle under my wing, um, and revive his career basically. Um, so we could be like the best tag team ever. Um, and we made history to become like the first intergender tag team champions. So, yeah. That is amazing. Who did you guys defeat for those titles? We beat Royce Bishop and Trigger the OG Killanova Inc. Oh, so they're from Killanova Inc. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that must have been pretty cool for you as well. It was a really cool moment, especially with Chaotic um, being like a like my home promotion. Um, it was a really really cool moment like i'll i'll still go back and like watch the match every once in a while to like relive um just how overwhelming it was especially i mean i don't wrestle like as a as a as a baby face often yep um so to have like the whole crowd just like cheering for me uh and making history like it was really surreal um and, and Chaotic doesn't stream live or anything. Um, and I literally, like, my phone was blown up for days of just, like, <laughs> gratitatory messages. And I, it was just, like, it was something I didn't expect. Um, it was a very big first for me. And I was just like, whoa. Like, this is, this is like, this was, like, a big deal. And it, it didn't sink in for a while. But it was, it was a really, really cool moment. That's amazing. I've heard so much great things about Chaotic. Um, I've only been to one show, and that was last June or July. Sometime in August. Um, I was at the show where um, AG beat Casanova for the title. Oh, 
Oh, awesome yeah, show. Yeah, the oh, amazing show. Um, Yeah, I think the opening match was uh, Statlander versus Tasha Seals in the ladder match, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, good show. Great, great promotion. Yeah. Fun time. I loved it. And, you know, and I know you love it as well. And you get to wrestle all over New England. But the one show I don't see you at, my promotion is Northeast Wrestling. I'm waiting oh, for you yeah. to get booked. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, they don't really use a lot of women. Um, like if you if we watch their their product, I think there's like you know a, there's usually like a rotation of like one staple girl. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, I don't know. Uh, I've worked there a handful of times, but never like anything consistently. Huh. Yeah, you'll get booked there again soon. I, I guarantee you. Come on, Lombardi, what are you doing, man? Like seriously. <laughs> no, I really do hope you know you get booked there because I would love to see you wrestle there. I'm pretty sure the whole, and all the NEW fans will love to see you there. Oh, thank you. I would love to be there. Yeah, I know for sure. Um, we have a question from Andy on Facebook. He wants to know who were your favorite wrestlers growing up. Um, favorite wrestler still to this day is Randy Orton. Uh. He's a goat. If you watch me, if you watch me wrestle, you'll probably be able to tell that my favorite wrestler is Randy Orton. <laughs> um, I also really love uh, Beth Phoenix, Trish Stratus, John Cena, and Batista. Those are my faves. Um, like, how about current? Like you said, currently is Randy Orton, but like, is there like any like the new guys like from NXT that really stick out to you? Um, I was actually just talking to Eva Everett about this yesterday. I really, really like Drew McIntyre right now. Um, I love that he just doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> love him. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa, I, I've always been a fan of his. I think he's absolutely incredible. Um, the, the Viking Raiders, awesome. I, I'm so particular to people that have come from New England. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, yeah. Um, they're just, like, really talented, so I really, really enjoy watching them. Um, and especially they helped me so much in my beginning days. Um, I'm in, independently, Ava Everett, hands down, is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, she's, um, Ava Everett's great. I, I adore every single thing that she does. Um, her facials are incredible. I could talk for days about how amazing that girl is, and she's, like, my best friend. So I just, I love her. Also, Anthony Green is fantastic. Phenomenal. Um, you know, you were talking about, like, these New England guys. Um, you know, Dijak on NXT is killing it. Um, I don't know where Keith Lee trained. I'm not sure where he was, but I know he wrestled up here a lot, and he's, Absolutely killing it, NXT. You know. Yes, I want to say he was Texas, but I will probably be wrong. I, I, Nerds of wrestling, man. If you're listening, you got to look it up. Like, tell us where. Tell us where Keith Lee did his training at, and everything. Um, what are some of your favorite matches growing up from you know Randy Orton, Batista, and John Cena? Um, I loved. Um, Mick Foley versus Randy Orton um, in the, the hardcore match. Oh, yep. Um, really, really good. Um, one that really sticks out to me is the Elimination Chamber from New Year's Revolution, um, where it looked like Orton was going to win the title and Batista betrayed him for Triple H to win. Um, 
Uh, um, I know it's like a very vague question. What? I'm sorry. It's like a very vague question. No, that's okay. Um, John Cena um, has matched with JBL, the I Quit match. I really like hardcore wrestling. Holy crap. It's all good. Uh, I never thought that I was like a crazy uh, into hardcore matches, but I guess I am. (laughs) (laughs) Batista um, versus Triple H, WrestleMania 21. That was the first WrestleMania I watched, so that really, like, sticks out in my head. Uh, and then also when, when John Cena versus JBL, WrestleMania 21. Yep. Um, um, I really loved uh, John Cena and Randy Orton's feud. Uh, I forget what year it was. but it was, like, I, 09. I, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. The way, like, I just, I love... Uh, them working together. I think it's fantastic. I'm a huge fan of Randy Orton and Edge right now. Um, yes. But, and then, uh, like, as far as, like, a, a girls match, um, Trish Stratus versus Mickey James, WrestleMania 22. Uh, I know it's, like, infamous for, like, the, the that spot that, <laughs> that WWE doesn't like to have out there. Yep. But, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but the story of that match was so good, and they did, like, Mickey, like, worked the leg, and at some point, um, Trish had come back, and, uh, she went to grab Mickey's leg, and Mickey kicks out Trish's bad leg, and she has her knee up, so Trish's face hits the other knee, and it was so smooth, and it's so good, and I tried to redo it, uh, and I can never do it right, so, (laughs) yeah. Hey, it's all good. Those are some, you know, very iconic matches, you know, in WWE history. You know, they don't have matches like that right now. That's for sure. Especially those hardcore matches you were talking about. Yeah, you know, you gotta, you know, headshots. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, we have a comment from Little Mean Kathleen. She wants to know, what is it like being a queen? You know, Little Mean, it's a hard <laughs> job, but somebody's gotta do it, so. <laughs> there you uh, go. We'll gladly be a queen. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, we have a question from Sarah. She wants to know who is some dream opponents you would like to face someday. Um, Mercedes Martinez, definitely. Um, let me think. Um, <laughs> uh, Bear Bronson, I definitely want to wrestle. Um, somebody like tweeted that yesterday and I was like, oh my God, that's like, sounds, um, like, uh, my funeral, but I think it'd be fun. Um, (laughs) if we're going to get really crazy, I think, um, myself and Ava Everett against the team of Stone Cold and the Undertaker would be really fun. Holy shit. Damn. All right, I like yeah, that. You want to wrestle our dads? <laughs> you want to wrestle your dads? Hey, you know I think that's every every person's dream is to wrestle yeah. their dads. Oh man! Yeah. Oh, speaking of Undertaker, have you watched the um the documentary of Taker? I haven't. It's on my list it's of to watch. Very good. Very. Uh, you might you might tear up a little bit. <laughs> you know, so just just be prepared. You know, and, and uh, you know, watching. I mean, I tear up a little bit. Kind of, you yeah. know. It's okay. Nothing wrong with that, though. 
No, definitely not. I, I've actually watched like all the the dark side of the rings, which I think are very very good. I really enjoy them. I just watched the um before I called you actually. I just watched the Owen Hart one. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, very good. Very 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 good. Um, it's be prepared to cry. I cried in that one. I swear I cried in the Chris Benoit one. That one was just oh, very, yeah. very, 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 very hard to watch and all that. But, you know, other than that, um, you know, there's a lot of wrestling out there. You know, there's a lot to keep up with and everything. But you, there's a lot to choose from. So, you know, you, you really can't sure. get lost. There's, a, there's honestly, there's a cup of tea for every single person out there. So Exactly, 100%. Uh, Davey Ann, this has been so much fun talking to you. Thank you very much for coming on and being on the podcast today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Of course, anytime. You know, before I before we sign off, drop some plugs. Where can the nerds of wrestling find you? Um, I am on Twitter and Instagram at Davian underscore underscore. Uh, I also have a like page on Facebook um, slash Not America's Sweetheart. Um, I now have a new pro wrestling tees store, um, as well as a big cartel store. Um, all of those links are on all of my social media accounts. So there you go, nerds. This has been another episode of What's Up Wrestler. Davian, take care, and I hope to see you soon at some wrestling shows. Thank you. You too. Thank you very much. And that concludes this episode on the Nerds of Wrestling Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more future episodes. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds.